Hey everybody and welcome to the Messy Mama Devotional. I know it's been a long time since uh, I've been able to put one of these out and I do apologize for that. Um, I know this past uh, year 2020 was a rough year for all of us. Um, 2021 a lot of us came into it with uncertainties and uh, fears and doubts and worries and just things that we never thought that we would have to go through. Um, you know, I don't think any of us ever expected to be going through a pandemic and things changing the way that they are um, and just people changing and the way of life changing so much. Um, and it's, it's been difficult for a lot of us, I know. Uh, it's been difficult in my life and I know it's probably been hard in yours too. And I just want to, I want to take this opportunity to proclaim the word of God over you, uh, just to give you some, some joy and some hope, because things don't have to be doom and gloom. Just because the world is going through a major change does not mean that the children of God have to lose their hope and have to lose their joy, because we still serve the Lord God Almighty. He has not changed. Nothing has changed in the kingdom of God. God is still on the throne and he is still reigning. He still gives us the powers and the abilities to trample on the ways of the world and the ways of the wicked. We still have the ability to choose what our lives are going to be like. We can choose to live in a world where things are doom and gloom. Or we can choose to live in the peace of God. We can choose to live a life filled with grace and mercy, joy, peace. We can choose that. Nothing has changed in the kingdom of God. I hope that you are able to find comfort in that. Nothing has changed in the kingdom of God. He is still for you. He is still working in your life, even in ways that you cannot see. Today for our podcast, I want to go to some scripture that has been such a comfort in my life just in this season. You know, all things, even aside from the pandemic, it's been hard. Life has not been easy lately. But this, this passage of scripture is something that is so pure and so holy And it just, it brings comfort to my soul in ways that I can't even begin to explain. The Lord is so good and I am so thankful for His Word that we can go to it at any time that we need Him. And we should go to it every single day. We need the Word in our lives. Um, If you feel like your days are filled with worry and doubt and uh, just negative emotions, I would just say, hey, take a look at your life. Are you reading the Word daily? Because I know, personally, I can tell a major difference if I don't spend time in God's Word and spend time in God's presence. It is a complete change in your life when you put that at the forefront of your mind. When you seek first the kingdom of God, your days will go differently. When you put God first in your day, it will go differently. When we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all the things that we want and need are added unto us. 
You know, that's something that we've probably heard a lot in our lives, but truly think about it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that we need and that we want will be added unto us. We have that assurance, but we have to put him first and seek his kingdom first. And part of seeking his kingdom first is putting other people before ourselves. Seeking his kingdom first is spending time in the word every day, making time for it. It's not an option. Spending time in his presence, spending time praying, that is so important to our daily lives. You have no idea the importance that that brings because you when you spend the time with the Lord when you put his kingdom first when you put God first you are putting a hedge of protection over your life you're putting a hedge of protection over your family's life the word of God protects us when we have it rooted deep in our souls in our minds when we hear it when we see it you know when we hear the voice of God That puts protection around us. And we need that, church. There are attacks coming against us that we cannot even fathom spiritually, in the world, from all sides. There is so much going on that we can't even see that it is is so important to be on guard, to put the kingdom of God first so that protection can cover you each and every day. It will cover your family. If you've got kids, I myself have small kids. When I put God first, when I do what I'm supposed to do, when I do what is right, when I have the kingdom of God at the forefront of my mind, that puts protection around my children. Now, if you're a parent or if you have anybody in your life that you love, if you, you know, your husband, your mother, your father, your brother, sister, Um, cousins, friends, if there's anybody that you love, you know that you would do anything that you could to protect them. Putting the kingdom of God first does that. Doing what you're supposed to do and making time every single day, setting aside that time for the Lord, that puts protection around the people you love. And I don't know about you, but that's important to me. Because I know there's been times in my life when when I've not been focused like I should be, I've seen the evidence that the people around me are greatly affected because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And that's a humbling experience. That really will wake you up and open your eyes. It's not just for you. It's for the people around you, the people that you love. Putting forth that effort to say, God, you are the most important thing in my life. I want my family to see me as an example of what everyone should be doing. Anyone who follows God, anyone who's a Christian, anyone who loves the Lord. I want them to see me as an example of what they're supposed to be doing as well. I want to set a good example for my children. I want to set a good example for the people uh, that I go to church with people in my women's ministry group or people in my Sunday school class, anything like that, they see you and they can see the difference when you take the time to let God know, yes, you are the most important thing in my life. I'm not going to worry about this over here or that over there. I'm not going to let that take my focus away from living a life rooted in Christ.
When we live our lives rooted in the Lord, there is nothing that can shake us. When you let your roots go down deep into the love of God, you cannot be shaken by the things of the world. Things of the world, things that are going on around you, they don't scare you. They don't make you get upset. They don't stress you out. They don't take away your joy because you are rooted in the Lord and you know exactly who He is and what He will do for you. You know that you are protected by God Almighty Himself. And that's that's who we need to be, church. We need to to rise up and to be strong men and women of God. And the way that we do that is getting into His Word, spending time in His presence. There's going to be things in the world or things in your family life that are going to want to pull you away from that. They're going to want to take your attention. And it's very easy to let it happen, but be strong. Set aside that time that nothing else can touch. Make that time holy. Make it holy and just set it aside and say, nothing is going to take this away from me because I need this. The people around me need this. The people that God is uh, using me to witness to their life, they need this. They need me to be the strong man or woman of God that I am and to live a life rooted in Christ. There are people hurting. There are people who are suffering because they don't know the Lord. They don't know the love and the grace and the mercy that He has for them. They're trying to do things the world's way and they are failing miserably. They need you to stand up and be strong, to be that influence in their life, to see you and to see the things that you are doing and to see the things that God is doing in your life, how you handle things, how you handle all that's going on in the world. They need you to be strong. I know I say this a lot, but we have to put other people first. We have to think about them first. That's the mind of Christ. We have to be very, very careful. We have to think about people around us and what they see in us. When our focus is on the Lord, they're going to see the light of God shining in you. They're going to feel the hope of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're called to do. We're called to share that love. The gospel should radiate from us just in our daily lives. You don't have to even open your mouth. The love of God should radiate from us. Today, as we get into the scripture, um, I just, I love this passage. And it's Isaiah 61. We're going to read the whole chapter and just look at the beautiful word of God. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort those who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes 
the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, and that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks as the sons of a foreigner. And they shall plow and be your vine dressers. But you shall be named the priest of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentile, and in their glory you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will have double portion of honor. And instead of confusion, you'll rejoice in your portion. In the land you will possess double. Everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct their work in truth, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant. The descendants will be known among the Gentiles, and your offspring among all the people. And all who see you will acknowledge you, saying that you are the prosperity which the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul will be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garment of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its bud, as the garden causes the things that are sown into it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. How beautiful is that? If you've been like me, there have been times recently where you could not escape a spirit of heaviness. Where your mourning seemed to be endless where every day was a day of mourning when this says beauty from ashes in these times when someone was in mourning they would put ashes on their head to signify that they were in a place of mourning now that's not something we do today but I will be honest with you there have been times where I spiritually had ashes all over me for so long endlessly but I am here to tell you today that the Lord is ready to reach out to you and to exchange those ashes for a crown of beauty he's ready to exchange that spirit of heaviness for a garment of praise I think that's one of my favorite parts of this whole chapter is exchanging the spirit of heaviness for a garment of praise That's something that I just, I pray daily that the Lord would give me the garment of praise around me. I release the spirit of heaviness and I take upon me the garment of praise. I want every word that comes out of my mouth to be a praise to the Lord, to be something that God looks at and says, yes, that is, that it gives me glory. That is honoring me. Everything that you say brings honor to me. Your garment of praise is here. He will give you the oil of joy for mourning. He will anoint you with joy. 
you don't have to mourn any longer. You know, we often think that mourning is only for death, but it's not. There is a spiritual barrenness that comes with mourning. Mourning the things that you so long had hoped for or mourning the things that seem out of reach. We can mourn things other than death. And when we're made aware of that, we realize that we need that oil of joy. We need that joy to anoint us, to take back those hopes and dreams that God has placed in us. He didn't give those to you to never see them come forth. He placed those dreams and those visions in your life because He's going to use you to show the world who He is through those hopes and dreams. He's going to do things in you that the world looks at and says, there is no way that could possibly happen. There's no explanation. How did that happen for you? It had to be God. It had to be the Lord God Almighty because that is simply not possible. God is ready to give you that joy back. Those dreams and those visions that you've held on so long to, they are coming forth, springing forth. As it said, as the garden causes things that are sown into it spring forth, when you sow your dreams and your visions into the Lord, they will spring forth. They will spring forth. A lot of times we, we can't see what's going on underneath the surface in the soil. When we plant things, we can't see it when it's growing and maturing underneath the soil. And sometimes we get disappointed. Sometimes we, we don't want to wait Don't dig up the seed that you've sown just because you can't see it growing. Do not take the life out of it just because you don't see it popping through the ground yet. God has named you. You will be known among all the people by your your love and your service for God, the things that he does in your life by the blessings that he pours onto you. People will know you because they know that God has done something amazing in your life. People will know you by the impossible things that he brings forth. For I, the Lord, love justice and I hate robbery for burnt offering. Don't bring the Lord an offering that doesn't line up with the dreams and the visions that he's given you and that you know deep down, you know that's for you. Don't give up on the Lord and try to do something a different way thinking that it's easier or that it's more achievable because that's a stolen burnt offering. That's not what the Lord has given you to bring forth. That's not the seed that he's given you to sow. Don't exchange your hopes and your visions for something that you think is easier for the Lord to do. I know it's tempting. It's really tempting when we have this hope and dream and this thing that God has told us to do. And it seems so unachievable. 
and you look and there's something that's a little bit easier that you think maybe, you know, maybe that would be easier. I can settle. Don't do that. Don't bring the Lord stolen burnt offerings. Because God has made an everlasting covenant with you. Instead of shame, you will have a double portion of honor. Instead of confusion, you will rejoice in your portion. A double portion of honor. Shame is something that is hard to, it's hard to live with. And it might not even be something, it might not be a sin that you've committed that you're shameful for. Shame can be when you've believed for something for so long and it's not come forth yet and it's been delayed. There's a shame that comes along with that. There is a shame that blankets you if you take your eyes off of what God is doing. Shame and disappointment go hand in hand. But for your shame, you will have double. For the confusion of why hasn't it happened yet, you will have a double portion. The things of the Lord will never make sense in the natural. So when our eyes are fixed on how things can happen in a worldly standpoint, it's never going to... It's never going to line up. It's never going to seem possible. But don't look at the things of God, the blessings that He has for you with worldly eyes. Lift up your eyes and look at the Lord, the help that He offers. Look to the Lord. Look to His Word. Stand firm in a time where everyone is giving up And everyone is just completely giving in. Stand firm on the promises which God has given you. The Lord God Almighty is on your side. He will exchange your mourning for praise. Your sadness for joy. And He will use you to be a beacon of to the lost. As we end today, I just want to offer up a prayer to God. And I want to pray for you. Whoever is listening to this, I just I want to offer up a prayer for you. Father, I come before you now. And I just want to give honor to your name. Lord, we are so unworthy apart from you. But God, in your presence... And in our covenant with you, you have redeemed us. You have made us worthy. You have made us beautiful in your sight. You have washed away the stain of sin. And you have given us joy unspeakable. There is nothing that we can do apart from you, Lord. I pray that you would give us vision with, of your eyes, Lord. Give us godly vision to see things the way that you see them. Give us the wisdom to live our lives out, to make the right decisions, to stand firm when it's hard. Father, give us ears that would hear your voice daily, to hear what you are saying to us, because we know, we acknowledge that you speak to us, Lord. You don't leave us uh, 
you don't leave us and forsake us and leave us in the dark and in the silence. Lord, you are speaking to us. And we pray that we would have ears to hear your voice. Father, I pray that you would put a hedge of protection around each and every person, Lord, that's listening right now. Just cover them, blanket them in your protection. Guard their eyes, guard their ears. Father, help them to see that you have us in the palm of your hand. There is nothing that you cannot do, and we boldly proclaim that the blessings of the Lord are coming forth. They are here and now, and all the dreams and visions that you've given us are our reality. Father, thank you. In your holy and matchless name we pray. Amen.